it's the god awful gospel hour. God awful gospel. Can you hear me okay now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything <laughs> sounds good. All right, you sure? <laughs> yeah. All right. I got every I got our levels all right. We're trying to come up with something that would offend the most God awful gospel show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As many people as possible. All right. Gospel hour. That's right. Hour. <laughs> That's right. It's the god awful gospel hour. Autistic people will be mad if it's not an hour. We're gonna offend them too. We're getting everybody. It's been over an hour lately. We were trying an to hour think and of sixteen a, minutes is about as close as I can get it down to. We're trying to think of a phrase that would offend the most people on earth. It was like the queen fucked the pope in his ass and soccer sucks. You pretty much get earth with that. All Catholics all people that the queen's over a bunch of nations. Everybody loves soccer. I mean, go fuck yourself with your own dick yeah. is a good way. I mean, that encompasses. I think that's in a lot of languages. I bet, like, the Polish version of that is really nasty. Uh, I'd like to hear it in <laughs> French. It sounds very sexy. <laughs> go fuck yourself with your own dick. <laughs> so, Aaron Cheatham is here? Yeah, we're here with Aaron Wait, Cheatham. Wait, has this started? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was with, just saying all types of regrettable things already. Uh, we can beep whatever you want to beep. Editing, with <laughs> editing, there's no real start and end of anything. It's No one ever said anything. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. I you just didn't say walked nothing. in the door. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> that was another guy. This AI, I'm being recreated. Yes, this is not, this is, this is. Uh, actually, an Egyptian person with Aaron Cheatham's voice, AI generated on top of. <laughs> pretending to be that yeah. so that it can say whatever. I'm the dude, pretending to be a dude, <laughs> pretending to be another dude. <laughs> so who are your guys? Who are your favorites of guys? Of, of, guys? Com- of comedians? Is, so it, like is this a Mark up- Maron? Who are your guys? Yeah, who, who are your guys? guys? Are we good? Are we good? Yeah. Well, like, What was the first comedy? Did you ever buy a comedy CD? Yeah, yeah, I bought, uh, the first comedy CD I bought was uh, Chris Rock. Yeah. Bigger and Blacker. Okay, that's uh, one of your biggest. Uh, Well, I mean, at that time, it was like, I, at that time, I was just buying CDs yeah. like crazy. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, hey, Chris Rock, I like that special. I yeah. bought that. Um, My guys, like, growing up, it was Damon Wayans. Yeah. Damon Wayans oh, was yeah. like the dude. Yeah. Like, I think he's massively underrated as a comedian. Like, it's a stand-up. Yeah. People think about his movies and stuff first, but, like, Damon as a stand-up was cold, man. Like, that was my dude. Damon, uh, Carlos Mencia. Uh, I know that's probably a dirty word to say Carlos Mencia, but, like, that was the first. Like, he was I, – I used to record every – HBO half hour special yeah. hour special like and I had on cassette tapes back in the day and I had like tapes eight hour tapes of just like comedy and shit and Mencia popped up on there a lot and then when I started doing comedy in San Antonio like I met him yeah and like he was the first like big name person that ever took me to the side you never and, stole like, some of your shit or nothing not him but some <laughs> other people from out there that rolled with him did yeah uh, I'm not gonna I'm not going to air nobody out right now, but yeah, somebody <laughs> else stole the, my uh, shit. Universal mind, whatever fucking. No, no, he legit stole my shit. We talked about it. Parallel thinking. Yeah, parallel. And, uh, <laughs> we, we talked about it. He told me he thought it was funny. And then next thing you know, actually, I didn't realize until in the past couple years that this motherfucker recorded a special yeah. and and had stole my joke. I oh. didn't realize, I didn't know it, know it until I saw he came to Cap City and the clip they used to advertise this dude was him doing my joke. Oh, shit. And I was like, this is some bullshit. Yeah. This motherfucker's <laughs> selling tickets off a joke he stole from me? So you got to take it back. Do it better back at him. Well, what I did was <laughs> at the at the end of my first special, I uh, I have a cassette. I, have a, I had a tape 
of me doing that joke in 2006. Nice. Years before okay. he recorded that special, the one of the early runnings of that joke. Yeah. And I put that at the end of my special. Timestamp. Yeah. With and, date. And <laughs> you already Shafir'd him. Oh, I yeah. I remember because yeah. it has the VHS slash dates in the top corner, uh, doesn't it? You had the old. I had the, I had the footage of the kids that we made look old school. But then at the very end was a real uh, yeah. old school footage from a cassette tape. Yeah. That, uh. When it when they get when my boy Justin gave me the camcorder to record shit at the house, I was like, let me see if this old tape I got plays on here. Yeah, and I put it in. I was like, oh shit, there's a fucking special or yeah, not special. This is a performance of me it's from fucking two thousand six, <laughs> and it has the joke in it. And it had the joke. That's awesome. That it, that because I, I was like, oh, this is from that time period. I bet I, I and sure enough, like eight minutes into the tape, I'm telling the joke, and I go, this motherfucker took it word for word. Yeah, and and so I put it at the end. Of my special, that's a little Easter egg. If anybody's wondering why, at the end of my special, there's a clip of me, like you can see a, a joke that I did in the special, me doing it in 2006 when the I evolution. first wrote it. Yeah, uh, and it, so it's like you got that. Then right after that is a bit that <clears throat> stole and yeah. did, yeah. and but uh, and it's it's right there. there six years, six years before he recorded that special, there's me telling that joke. I'm gonna yeah. put a beep in there so it sounds like you actually told us the person's name. Fantastic! <laughs> it's I like the care. opposite version of it, like the opposite effect of a beep. You could just put Bismarcky beatboxing. Yeah, nom, nom, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, Damon Wings was my dude. But Carlos took me back in the day, and he like he he shot game to me, man. He was like, you know, he he gave me some sage advice that yeah. that that I still think about to this day. Yeah, you know, and every time he came to San Antonio. I'd go, I'd go out, and every single time, like without fail, yo, my man, and he'd come pull me over, check on me, see how I'm doing, yeah, you know, check on how the career is going, okay, whatever advice he he would throw, he can throw, he would throw to me. It was like yeah. every time, all the way up till uh, the last time I saw him was right before Mind Dementia, or it was right after Mind Dementia came out. And at the, he had told me I got something coming down, man. Wow. I got a show coming up on Comedy Central. It's gonna be right after Chappelle's show. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's big time, man. And then and then it turned out to be the replacement <laughs> for Chappelle's show. <laughs> right, right. Well, this is good redemption and, story for Carlos. Yeah, it he's, is. He's and, a good guy. I'm not. I'm not saying he ain't wrong and he ain't do no bullshit. I'm just saying nobody's that perfect. My my experience with him at at a young age as a as a kid, I was like, this is that guy. And then when I met him when I got into comedy, he yeah. was. You couldn't ask for anything better, like yeah. from somebody that you looked up to as a child. Yeah, you know, there's other people that I've met, and I was like, oh, well, I'm glad cancer got him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say Robert Schimmel, but I'm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My first tape that I got was Stephen Wright, the uh, Boston guy. He's bald. He's he's like a very dry dude. The, the guy on the couch and he's kind of baked. like. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That guy. Yeah. He's, he's a Mitch Hedberg style kind of you know one liner jokes. Yeah. He had an Oreo joke. Mm. He said, "I I'm very I find my dental hygienist extremely attractive, so I eat an entire box of Oreos every time before I go to the dentist. So take, yours was better. You did a way better <laughs> Oreo joke. But I was thinking about your you know dip dip versus twist. Uh huh. And I actually you know I agree. I dip. Yeah. Everyone should dip. You're a proper Christian. But I yes." I worship the Lord, and I dip my Oreos. Welcome it to the gospel, the gospel hour. But, yeah, gospel hour. <laughs> but I do like when girls twist because you got to lick the white stuff off of there, and then you get to watch her lick the white stuff off the Oreo and go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone should, should still dip. That's right. <laughs> It's like when a girl orders a can of beer and she's like, no, can I get a bottle? And then you get to watch her have the bottle the whole time. It's a little better than watching a girl drink out of uh, a can. You know... 
I prefer the cam because they can't see the fizzing when you. Never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know Did I, I tell you that Cosby yeah. was a myth? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a hero. Yeah. Oh yeah, the cam. <laughs> it's not see through. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go ahead and have a little sip of this here. So you play UFC games and uh, WWF games on uh, PS4. What do you got? PS4? I, five? No, I don't. I I got an Xbox. Okay. I I left. I was a PlayStation One guy. I was a PlayStation Two guy. Yeah. And then after that, I had a roommate that had a PlayStation 3, so I didn't have to get that. Yeah. And then I had a roommate that had a PlayStation 4, so I didn't have to get that. Um, Did you ever play Fight Night? Remember Fight Night? You want to talk about Fight Night? I'll yeah. ruin your fucking life in some Fight Night. You <laughs> don't you don't, you don't, want to see me on these sticks. No, I'm ready to get online with you. I, 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 I still play Fight Night. Okay. I still play Fight Night Champion right now. Like, it's like at least twice a year. There's, there's certain games that I always go back to. Yeah. Like I just wrapped up uh, the Mass Effect trilogy. Yeah. Again. Uh, the fancier one. They redid everything. Yeah, I wanted to play with the when they redid it. So yeah, the tight fonts. Are you aware of Undisputed, the boxing game? The Undisputed. The it's a new game. boxing game. It's on Steam right now. Hopefully, it comes to consoles. It looks real. No. I've seen a bunch of footage of it on Reddit, and it looks really tight. I have not seen this it's yet. It's again like Virtual Fighter with a really perfect collision detection. Yeah. People are online arguing about you know frame counts on the swings on the jabs huh i want to get into it i loved fight night and uh i loved ready what was your to favorite rumble. fight night uh two i think it was two two i had a buddy that started coming over and whooping me real bad so i quit playing <laughs> i didn't like it anymore. listen here if you said two then you didn't go all then you didn't three no. three is most people's go-to yeah three uh four took a step back it felt like and then fight night champion was as close as we got to three where we had Ali and Tyson. Yeah. Because you didn't have Tyson in three. Yeah. And I've I've battled. Yeah. I've I've had I've almost lost friendships behind <laughs> Fight Night Three. <laughs> Fight Night Four, it was whatever. Yeah. But Fight Night Champion, that was the closest we got to three where it was but it it felt more fluid. Okay. Um and I and I caught yeah. a lot of hate because Evander Holyfield was my dude in when I played with my boys. Yeah. He was my guy in three four and then champion i couldn't get my head around the physics of that game i thought i was doing good and then i would just get whooped and be like this doesn't make any sense to me i don't understand so oh we were so cold-blooded with yeah. it i mean because i didn't i wasn't a button masher either like anybody can get on the sticks on that game yeah. hit the buttons and and that's why i want to get into ufc and wwf because i feel like the system should be tighter now with today's technology where it's not so gummy the advances and, that were made yeah, yeah. 2k 23 is better than what they've been um, 22, 23 have been better. Uh, they needed that year off because they were they were they were turning into hot shit in a yeah. fucking Dixie cup. Uh, they were not great, but it's it's a little better now. But still, for me, like UFC games are are cool. I'll get on it for a minute. But when you when you talk about like action, the the best is still fight night. Oh, I was so nice. I still <laughs> I can still hold that left trigger, lean back. Dodge on that ass, and that bap bap. I ruin your whole fucking life. Yeah. Fucking flashing lights, counter punches. Videos. I'm a god in in Fight Night. <laughs> so Fight Night Three is the one I remember playing because that one came out in like early 2006, right? Yep, yep. And that was when I was living in a house with two other dudes, and all we did was we all worked at a call center, and then we came home and we smoked weed and we played PlayStation Three, which one of us had waited in line for and paid the six hundred dollars yeah. that the PlayStation Three cost when it came out, and we just played Fight Night and Burnout Revenge were like the two games that mm-hmm. we played over and over and over. That was like the 
whole year of 2006. Well, the trailer for Fight Night had like the sweat shadow. Yeah, the sweat. And, and then, the gloopy face physics of getting punched. Yeah. You can see their cheeks going. Ooh. Yeah. And, and, then, the and then between the rounds, when you, when you go, you had to like put yeah. the stuff on, on the three. eye. On the three, you had, had to do the, the thing, thing the, back and forth. You had to you stick the, the, the cotton oh, swab so up the great. nose was, and all that. You had that. to choose like, whether you going to work on the swelling or the yeah, cuts. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. And, then the, and then, of course, your trainer was like, Mickey, he's like, all right, you got you to gotta get out of right out there. You know. I love that. I love because that was part of the game. That was what made three so good was right. like you had to like you had to do that because if if you might you might be able to fight a little bit, but if you can't recover your boxer, that's right, yeah, you'd be fucked up, and you could last an extra round or two just by having a good cut yeah. game in the corner. Yeah, fucking work that shit out, get that swollen down, get this bleeding down. Yeah, I'm patched back up. I'm out here fucking you up again. Yeah, if so you could patch up, you was fucked up real quick. Third <laughs> round, that's the end of the goddamn game for you. It's a whole new dimension to the round, right? To oh, the, it was yeah, great. Yeah, that Creator Clash channel on YouTube is getting so big now. Maybe they'll make Fight Night Five with Sam Hyde and Logan Paul. <laughs> We've got Logan Paul no, on WWE 2K23. Okay. We don't need Logan Paul in boxing. The lines are getting blurred with comedy now, where you have to. Everybody has to be a content guy and has yeah. to have a YouTube. And now we have to go box. Yeah, and we have to be naked. Well, that's what Elon <laughs> Musk and, <laughs> and, and, and yeah, we got Elon Zuckerberg Musk and Mark Zuckerberg are seriously talking about doing a cage match or something, uh, yeah, fighting up. in the octagon at least. And, and Dana White's Dana like, I'll like, yeah, do it's it. real. Yeah. Man. I've already had five concussions. I don't think I can do another one. I'm not. I'm not fully. paying to watch two billionaires yeah. fight so that they can get more, more money off of a fucking fight that we're gonna pay to watch. No, yeah. thank you. If yeah. one of them dies, though, then then we all win. Or <laughs> or I mean, let's do this old school. We don't need to have a cage fight. What we need is both of them to show up on Sixth Street, get yeah. them drunk, get one of them at Shakespeare's, yeah. one of them on the East. You know what I'm saying? And then have them meet in the middle of Sixth Street to be like. Yo, Mark, there he go right there. Yeah, right in front <laughs> of the... That, ain't that him right there with Rogan? Right in front of the mothership. Ain't yeah. that him right there to with Rogan? The, the bouncer's out to ref. I heard he said that him and Rogan's going to stomp you out, Zuck. You better go get his ass. And, uh, he said your mama sucked dick for free. And then that Zuckerberg run over there. And, My mama don't suck. And then they fight. Like, yes. you remember you used to push them? Staging, <laughs> two punks yeah. like, get in there and get them. And they yeah. start, I don't want to. Then they start fighting. Get and it's great. Somebody shows up with a knife on 6th Street all the time. The loser of that fight should have to go down in the tube to see the Titanic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the death trap. It's another death trap. Did you? Did your kids ever get into b unboxing YouTube videos? Do you nah, see man, that? I don't let my kids see none of that shit. Okay. <laughs> my kid, look, I'm from the 80s, and I my kids live like we in the 80s, but fancy 80s. Okay. Like They don't get to see none of that shit. They don't know. The, the depth of their YouTube experience is um, sight words. Yeah. Little brain breaks. Oh, that's good. And uh, uh, some sight words and some brain breaks, and then random animal shit that I want to show them. Yeah, like our they, house and, went, and music videos. Our house was full of chaos during COVID. We, we were like, just whatever, just chill out, everybody, just do whatever you want. Just lets everybody calm down. I got real annoyed during COVID because you you want to tell your kids everything's going to be okay, and I couldn't honestly tell my kids everything's going to be okay because nobody had any fucking idea what was going on. So yeah, they everybody had their own screens and devices, and it was like just whatever it takes to self soothe. We let them, but they wanted to get into. They were watching all these unboxing videos, mm -hmm. and they were like, "Can we do some?" And I was like, "You guys open everything in the car before we get home. How are we gonna unbox it? All the plastic is in the back of the truck. We can't unbox anything." But I thought it would be, I don't know. Maybe they'll be have the patience to do it now. They can bring the whole box home and do their own thing. There's cardinals out there. You would like to hope so. Uh, I tried to get them into like hiking more during COVID because we got Longview right there mm -hmm. and doing like bushcraft stuff and making fires and you could hike for hours and not see anybody out there. Really? 
During March 2020, during COVID, I stood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. During COVID, yeah, absolutely, you I could. stood on Westgate for 30 minutes in the middle of the road, and nothing happened. Nobody came up or down that road. I believe it. It was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> my kids were too young at that time, so, like, so like nothing changed for them. Yeah. Their life was completely unimpeded by COVID. Uh, now, my life, on the other hand, different story. Yeah. Right. But, but their life, as they knew it, it, everything was normal. But Josh's house got hit by lightning yeah. a month into COVID. Your house got hit by lightning? because there's a bird on the peak. Yeah. And he got fried. So we found a fried crow in the yard or a crackle or whatever. And it killed my PS4, my garage opener, my TV, and we got a bunch of black outlets upstairs that are all fried that don't work still. Over a bird? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the bird conducted or made the house a little taller or something. I have no idea. Huh. I mean, none of the other houses got hit but ours. I ain't never got hit by no lightning. Yeah, it was like that was like a month in, and yeah. then uh, uh, you said uh, fire department guys were all like just yeah. bursting into your house. You're like, oh, germs! Like <laughs> yeah. well, we didn't know back right yeah. then. That was like right, a month right. in, right? You know, so yeah, five huge dudes came tromping through the house yeah. in their tactical pants. Then they had to go up in the attic and see if anything was still burning. We had a roof guy come look at the damage and everything. We got some insurance money. It was okay. It was, you know, that and not having to pay electricity, everybody loved doing like crazy. All we did was wait for Amazon to come because, mm-hmm. you know, Mama Bear gets ill during this kind of unquestionable things. So nobody was going anywhere or doing anything. Right. Unless it, it, we anything that we could get delivered, we got delivered. So we were just stuck in the house wondering if some cool stuff was going to come in the mail because we didn't have to pay electricity for a couple of years. And now we're getting fucked by that because we have to pay it all back. You had to pay it back. We're paying it back still. Wait, so why did why did you not have to pay for electricity? You did like some type they of like gave everybody right? a hardship break. So my wife called and said we are not getting any overtime anymore from my husband's job, so we need to not pay electricity for a while. And I was like, okay, cool. That should make things easier for everyone. Yeah. Now we can order weird gadgets on Amazon and wait for them to get here and play. And then with now them. they're saying, "All right, now you gotta give us that money back." Yeah, they had it all on paper. They we still had to we still use the electricity. They still know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went in the garage and got it, but we've got garage garbage bags, huge garbage bags full of stuffed animals in the garage. And now my kids don't even want material stuff anymore. They just want digital everything. You know, mm-hmm. the girls, thirteen year old girls got a phone. The boys and got his Xbox. They're asking for stuff, and I'm like, sell some of those stuffies in the garage. A lot of it is like clearance stuff from GameStop back in the day, and it's worth more now. Like oh, nice. Pokemons and stuff. Okay. So, you know, they didn't know what it was back then. So if I was ever at GameStop grabbing a game back in the day, and there's something for five bucks on clearance, I get it and bring it home, and they go, wow, because they're four. So I started putting that stuff on eBay, and it's selling for like 30 bucks now. Oh, wow. But it's a whole other job. So I'm trying to make them do it. But I have to like set it up and show them and go, look, this sold. We have to go ship it. Come with me. And it's like trying to get them to take the initiative and do anything. <laughs> yeah, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> no. That's not, not, not when dad can still do it. I told him, what percentage do you think you should get and what percentage do you think I should get if I sell one of your $4 toys for 30 bucks? And Walter was like, I get all of it. And I was like, all right, well, how's, how's it going to get shipped? Who put the photo online? He was like, 
I was like, can I get 10%? And he was like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I was like, I'm taking all of it anyway. It goes in my bank account. Right. <laughs> You'll get what I get. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, it sold for $7. He ain't got to know about the other 23. <laughs> <laughs> We're not I, doing really well on eBay. I had the opposite. When I was uh, when I was a kid, My uh, I used to go every summer to uh, go to my granny's house in Georgia, and then my uncles would come down from Detroit, and they would take me back to Detroit. And I used to sit in my uncle James's basement and he sold like, he was the bootleg dude. Yeah. He was a manager at Ford at the plant and he would sell bootleg tapes. This is cassette tapes back in. Yeah. Swap meet stuff. Yeah. So he would sell bootleg tapes. He's the bootleg guy at work. So people will buy bootlegs off nice. of him for 10 bucks. Yeah. So what I did during the summers, I sat in the basement when I had four TV set up with the VCRs and I would record. I would make the copies yeah. of the bootlegs. That, that was my job. Yeah. So he'd go to work. He'd come back. I'd have stacks of tapes ready for him to take the next day. Nice. And then I got 10% of that. So for every tape he got that he sold, I got a dollar. So okay. I'm, I'm making, you know, 30, 40 tapes a day. And he's just – and he didn't have – like, my cousins wasn't doing that shit. Yeah. Like, they would, you know, <laughs> maybe during the school year they'd help out or whatnot. But that was Uncle James doing that. And then when I come for the summer, he's like – Child labor, let's go. <laughs> you know? And I'm like nine years old, just back, you know, Tango and Cash, fucking making copies of Tango and Cash all day long. I'm That's watching awesome. all these movies. That's uh, awesome. Then we would go down to, you know, down Seven Mile to right outside the Family Dollar where the Africans would be set up selling shit out of their goddamn van. And he let me start picking out the the, the movies and shit. We would yeah. get this one and this one and this one. Then I'd take those tapes back to the house and make copies of them. So the fact that your kids want 100% on some shit that they did not. My uncle would be like, uh, if, and he's like, anything you do in this house, you need to, you know, you name a price yeah. and get paid for it. So I'd be ironing clothes. My uncle's like, can you iron my shirt? Yeah, I got you. How much? Give me, uh, I'm nine. I need five quarters. Yeah. <laughs> How many blow pops can I get with it? Yeah, it's like, I'm yeah. thinking we're going to, he's going to take me to the arcade and yeah. shit. So I'm yeah, thinking right. in arcade since I like, I need six quarters. Yeah. And then I get there with six quarters and I'm like, man, I can't play but two games. Yeah. And then the <laughs> so Korean then, kid puts a quarter on the screen on Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, and you don't even ever get to play again. Yeah. You <laughs> and then, uh, so then he's like, oh, you're making breakfast? Uh, let me get some eggs and some toast and whatever. Okay, cool. How much for that? Uh, <laughs> ten quarters. I need ten quarters nice. for this. It's terrible. Your entire life, like the, the your currency of your life is quarters. Whenever you're nine years old. Yes, absolutely. It's like, how many that, games yeah. can I play right. with these quarters? I need to. I need ten quarters. All the weirdest toys that are left, I've been picking through the garage and all these old things, and I found some strange stuff that they don't even care i mean it's the stuff has been in the garage for five years so it's worth nothing to anyone right so anything i make on it on ebay is fine but like the funky stuff like the fun codes or those action figures that i still like like i've got a breath of the wild link that shit all goes to work and goes in my cubicle so i've got like a museum of strange leftover toys GameStop stuff that i don't yeah. feel like selling because i still like it it's the aisle of misfit toys <laughs> on your desk <laughs> it's sid's room from toy story oh no <laughs> <laughs> so all my new uh yeah material i've been trying to write recently is a lot of marriage stuff and it's starting to sound too rodney dangerfield-esque hmm. but i'm trying to figure out a funny thing to call when your wife yells at your kids through your face you ever been in the room and your wife is on one side of you and your kids are on the other and she decides to yell at them and yes. you're just in the way mm -hmm. <laughs> and you have to, you know, the moment is tense and it's not a good time to go, hey, shut the fuck up. No, no, no. When, when it happens, I just kind of, 
I feel myself doing this lean right yeah. here. We're just like, Mm-mm. I get I, up and I, go somewhere else. But at first, I'm like, why do I got to get up? Sorry, I'm in your way. I know you think my head is empty, but <laughs> you don't have to yell through each yeah. ear and out the other one. Do and I look like a window? Don't yell through me. Yeah, maybe, right. maybe it's not that important to yell at them about that right now. If there's someone sitting here in the room, also, it's a lot of uh, performative. You know, the yelling went directly into one of your eardrums <laughs> yeah. and out the other eardrum to the child. Yeah, if I could have not heard, that would have been good. But we had the kids coming in the room all the time when I was telecommuting during COVID about everything. Just they're bored. Mm-hmm. So I had to tell them, if it's not fire or blood, it's not an emergency. Right. People come knocking. I'm in the middle of doing work. And I'm like, who's bleeding? What's on fire? I can't help you. But then the lightning hit the house and it was actually a real you know, <laughs> emergency. A real like, fire. Okay, fire, blood, or lightning, <laughs> then that's an emergency. Because <laughs> it killed the devices they couldn't, you know. I think those are Final Fantasy elements. Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> shit, destroyed. Right? All right, we're going to take a break here real right. quick just for a second. And be right back. And we're back with Aaron Cheatham. Hello. Hey, so uh, uh, you were saying that one of your first guys was Damon Wayans. So I assume you watched a lot of In Living Color. I did. Yeah, that was that was my sketch show uh, from about the ages of eleven to fifteen or so. Mm-hmm. We watched those. Good. Well, for us, it was you know Jim Carrey. For like me and my brother, like we were obsessed with Jim Carrey, and uh, but. Damon Wayans and Jamie Foxx on that. That was like your first. That's the first like exposure to those guys and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, uh, I was a huge fan of In Living Color. I got to work with Tommy Davidson last year. That's awesome. And that was like, that was surreal. It was like this, fucking, yeah. like you know, sitting in the green room with him, and it's just yeah. like that's fucking Tommy Davidson yeah. right there. This that's is the, the guy that I watched on my. CRT TV screen when I was you know twelve years old yeah like, with yeah. Jamie Foxx being security not right. letting not letting <laughs> Tupac into the show and yeah. shit like that's like it was it was sick to be there and like and like to hear him talk about like like he would talk about Jim Carrey like just like so freely because and it's like he'd be like oh yeah I was you know on the phone with Jim recently and da 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 and it's like you have to put together Jim. Oh, Jim Carrey. Jim. He's talking about Jim. Oh, that Jim. It's like people talk about Robert De Niro and they just say Bob or yeah. Bobby. And it's like, stop. That's Robert De Niro. Right. And he's just like, Jim, you know, yeah. Jim's going to be in town and we're going to be doing this thing here. And I'm just like, wait, you and Jim Carrey are doing something? Yeah. It's like, eh, you know, and then Jim and we're on the phone. But it's like, yeah, that's gonna, fucking crazy. Like, uh, you know, like the, that he still like has like a pride, a, a huge amount of pride about in living color. And, he, and so whenever yeah. we like that topic even came up just hearing him talk about those days it was just like i was nine again you know (laughs) i was i was a kid again fucking so that's a mountaintop moment you've been having some of them over the last year you did tour you got a special yeah i've had a i've had a few i mean what what were stuff that you were looking forward to and thinking you know once i get this once i do this then i kind of feel like it's legit or i made it or you know man the come up the the come up (laughs) that's my show um (laughs) still is that still happening we're gonna bring it back. Okay, good. We're bringing it back, but uh, we we put a pause on the come up so that I can get ready to to record the special. And the creek is so supportive, you know. Oh, they're so cool. Oh no, the creek is that's my home, man. Like yeah. Rebecca and everybody there, like they they take good care of me at the creek. They're very they're yeah. very good to me. And uh, so but outside of Tommy Davidson, what was your big other mountaintop moments you had recently where you're like, this is legit now? Oh shit. Dude, working with Hannibal Burris, hell yeah, like, on oh, the low, great. like that, like just even being a co- in, 
I played a small part of the conversation yeah. that evening to get him on stage. Mm-hmm. But even playing a part in that and like, like that was like, yo, I am talking to Hannibal Burris right now. Yeah. And I'm like, so you going to do the show? Or, <laughs> yes. I was like, I'm not trying to, I know they, I know they putting the pressure on you. I'm not trying yeah. to pressure you, Hannibal. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't want to be the one that makes you go, I ain't doing this shit. Yeah. But I was like, you going to do it though? I just, I just need to know yeah. so that I can try to get these motherfuckers off the stage. Yeah. For like logistic reasons. So that you right? can. Yeah. And yeah. then it was like, <laughs> and then like Rebecca comes back over and I was like, I'm going to let her do her thing. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to go chill. Yeah. Um, that was dope. Listen, um, going to see Louis. Yeah. Watching Louis CK. Yeah. Watching Louis CK and sitting next to Ron White. Mm-hmm. Like. Oh, shit. Go fuck yourself. Like, Where was come, this at? At the creek. Okay. Dog. Oh, yeah, because oh, Louis up. dropped in when yeah. he did Rogan or whatever. And he, he did two nights at the creek. He did yeah. a couple nights at the creek. And, and it was like impo- like it was hard to get into. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. it was. It was. Yeah. But I got a, I got a seat that's saved for me. Yeah. And uh, I I went in and I went to my little spot. And then a bunch of like uh, open micers came in and sat around. And no, actually, it wasn't not at that point. Some other people came and sat down. And they brought Ron, Ron over, and they were going to come sit him over there where and I was he's at. Cackling in one of your ears at Louis' shit uh, well, with his signature. <laughs> dog. So it was it was so sick. So the uh, he comes in over, and they and there was a bunch of people sitting around, and so they take he walks right back out. Of there. There's nowhere for me to sit. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, y'all got to get the fuck out of here." Yeah. You know, and I was like, "I'll move too. Fuck it. Like, let's give Ron White some space. Come over here." Yeah. So I get everybody to move. Go find somewhere else to sit. I move over, and I. Uh, take a seat right next to where I was sitting so that he can have space to come through. Didn't have to feel like people were on him. Yeah. And then a bunch of like open mic comments come in, see that space open and sit down right after they go to get Ron to come back. (laughs) And I go, y'all got to get the fuck up. Yeah. Ron, Ron, like y'all, y'all can't sit there right now. Ron's coming back. Y'all got to get the fuck up. And he comes and as they see him coming, they get up and they fucking move over. And, uh, and he, he took my seat and there's like a seat in between us. And just like, like I, I didn't even talk to him. Like I've, I've spoken to him before, but yeah. I didn't even at that moment we were in a show, so I'm not gonna fucking yeah, be. Right. But yeah. it's just like, motherfucker, like Ron White is right here. <laughs> Tater <laughs> salad himself. Louis is right there, yeah. and it's yeah. like it was cool to like because I'm already watching Louis. And, and you were and, in Aaron. Che- he Ron White was in Aaron Cheatham's seat. He was sitting yeah. in my seat. <laughs> yeah. He was sitting. It has my name on the back. Nice. Uh, and yeah, it was cool to be watching a legend. With a legend, yeah. <laughs> and si- and out my side eye watching a legend yeah. watch a yeah, legend. Right, right, the right. way that I, I was like, "How's he watching this?" I know how I know that's just hitting me, but I'm like, "What's he? What's, what's yeah. Ron White doing with this?" <laughs> no, nah, like it's, there's been a lot of in the last eighteen months, like shit that was like, "Am I doing? Am I? Am I actually getting there?" Yeah, you know, um, there's been a bunch of them, man. And what and, even does it mean anymore? With you know, it's not. Yeah. Doing Dick Cavett or getting Mitzi past you at the store and going on Carson and getting a sitcom like it used to be. There's not that track now. It's a million different directions. You got to go on Creator Clash and box somebody. You got to do roast battle naked in New York in front of a bunch of you know. There's you play video it. games and <laughs> have reaction videos. Yeah. Or, or at Skankfest you can get naked. Um. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know if you wanted to talk about all that. You saw some. <laughs> we don't need to talk about. You saw something you don't want to ever we see. We don't need to. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> okay. it, it, it is best. That's a later. It is best. That's a. That is a. Uh, uh, a not aired so conversation I, right there. That's. I was listening to your show you did about airport woes, airplane airline woes with mm-hmm. back, 
Yeah. And uh, I had one recently. I went to pick up my family. They all came into town for a reunion thing. And I'm watching the flight, you know, on the phone, the mm-hmm. tracker. And it said it landed. And I'm in the airport. They asked me to park and help them with bags. They got a newborn. The mom's got a busted foot. So I'm, I knew, like, it showed on the tracker which bag claim they're going to be at. So I'm there. I'm texting them. It shows that they landed. And then, you know, on the fl- airline, this is fu- Southwest, fuck Southwest. But it said they had arrived. And then all of a sudden it changed and updated and said they were 20 minutes out. So they lied. Fine, whatever. Oh, my God, corporations are liars. But uh, during that, while I'm waiting, this group of women walk by. Looked like they'd all just got back together from not seeing each other for a while. They're like, oh, my God, we should take a picture. And one of them looked over at me sitting on my phone and said, let's ask this gentleman here to take a picture. And then two of the other girls looked and said, no. And I was like, fuck, yeah, that's exactly the look I'm going for. (laughs) The guy that you don't ask to get up and do shit at the airport when he's on his phone. I had a I had a similar experience. You talk about, you know, big moments like recently in January I was uh I was in Dallas doing uh doing a run with Willie Barsena. And you know, Willie's old school K locals. Uh and so it was dope for me to be able to do this do this 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 son. It was six shows we did. And uh the last show it's the very last fucking show. We are uh, about to start the show I'm outside at the bar I'm hosting mm-hmm. I'm grabbing a drink from the bar and as I'm grabbing a drink there's a group of people that are like by the bar and they're trying to get a picture so one of them comes up to me and is like hey can you take a picture of us and I'm literally getting ready to go walk on stage to start yeah. the show <laughs> and she, can you take a picture of us and I literally say do I look like a fucking photographer to yeah. you what are you doing, lady? Should have got in it and be like, I know y'all want a picture with me, right? And well, they start <laughs> oh, yeah. laughing and they're like, Oh, you're funny. Da, da, da. And and they're just cat and they, and they hand me the phone and then they go and they go over to this little photo op little thing where yeah. they got like flowers and shit. And they're all like it's like prom pictures and shit. This is like some uh Oren Wells or yeah. the not Orson Wells, the fucking uh, Olin Mills. Yeah. Olin Mills picture. That's <laughs> completely Sears, different. Right. Right. Yeah, the, the, not the Citizen Kane pictures. <laughs> but uh <laughs> the, the teased hair pictures. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Animal I mean, Farm. They're right. they they line up and they take all these fucking I'm taking group pictures and shit. And uh then I give them the phone, they're like, Oh thank you, and they're all very happy and I'm like, these motherfuckers and then they walk in and uh, I get my drink, I walk in behind them and they seat them, and they are the entire front row. Okay. The entire front row is this group of people that just made me take their picture. And then you went up. And then they start the show, and I walk up. And <laughs> the first thing I say to the audience is, well, you look at who's in the front row tonight. <laughs> and I tell the audience the story about how these motherfuckers. Should have been like, give me your phone again. We're going to take a selfie with me and the microphone with y'all in the front row behind right? me uh, as one, the background. Uh, after I roasted them. I roast them. I bring up the first comic. I come back up, and the guy, one of the guys is like, uh, "You roasted them. You made them get naked. You punched them. Uh, all the good creator this content." Says, this guy goes, "Wait, before, can I just say something to the rest of the audience?" Oh my god! And I go, "You want to do it?" I just want to explain to them. And he turns around. I go, "Yeah, go ahead." He goes, yeah. "All right, guys." And I go, "Nobody fucking cares. <laughs> Shut the fuck up." <laughs> and he and he's just like, <gasps> and everybody dies and it's like <laughs> you, you already him. you already fucked up bitch you already fucked up as soon as you handed me your phone and said take a picture you fucked up be careful who you ask to take your goddamn picture because you might just get more than a picture back so was that here in town or was that, that was in dallas so you just went on a midwest tour mm-hmm. i went i went to uh, utah in september i never thought i'd go to utah in my life mm-hmm. you know you memorize all the states and shit when you're little and you're like 
There's no way I'm ever going to Nebraska. That's uh, I did. Well, yeah. So <laughs> you went to Don't all. Talk to you a touring comedian about places you wouldn't go. Yeah, hey, I was just there. I was. Yeah. I was in Nebraska. Actually, Nebraska. I I was talking shit. Yeah. And ended up at the end of that night, I was like, I kind of fuck with Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. I kind of fuck with Nebraska. Now there's some there's some cool cities in Nebraska. Omaha and Lincoln are pretty awesome. I want to nowhere near. Wait. Where was I? I was in Alliance. I oh, was in yeah. Alliance, Nebraska. That ain't no Lincoln or Omaha. No, that is one, right? Alliance. Apparently, um, they hit me to some game that I was that down here. We don't know that. Like apparently, Deadwood not only is a real place, yeah, but it's yeah, still popping, right? Yeah. No, uh, South Dakota. Dakota. Oh, South Dakota, right? Yeah. right, right it's right. still popping. It's like the place to be. Like really? out there, that's the big city to them. So you wow. could be the Chappelle of Nebraska. Everybody's I, like Chappelle, Iowa. Where is he at? Idaho? What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Why? I'm, but no, that would that would require me to be in Nebraska <laughs> yeah. more than look that night. That night, Nebraska that went was hard. One, that was one good Nebraska. That night. was one good Nebraska night. That was one epic Nebraska night. All right. That was. Yeah. But night epic. two, three, four, <laughs> night seventeen in Nebraska is probably not yeah. that great of a night. Yeah, right? probably not. Right. Yeah. 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 Like I. I think you'd get kind of done with nebraska pretty quick it's like <laughs> all right i've done this shit i'm out you know austin's kind of getting fucked up and the prices are crazy and people are talking everybody's talking about not going. high enough to go to nebraska no yeah <laughs> everybody's talking about going somewhere else my wife keeps finalizing houses on instagram and she follows all these cheap you know let's go refurbish this place in alaska and live off the grid and all this and I'm like, how can you? There's nothing online where you can check the meth percentage of these towns. <laughs> right, like, dude. It I, looks nice, the scenery, but you get there and. I, I, so I, out here, we don't see meth heads like that. No. We see potheads, we see coke heads. Yeah. We know what those look like. We don't see meth heads in the wild no. in Austin. I did in North Dakota, yeah. and I wasn't yeah. sure what the fuck that was. And, and the guy that's driving us around, he goes, oh, that's meth. And I was like, oh, this motherfucker. This, there was a dude walks across the street. Like, keep in mind, it's April, so snow yeah. is, like, high as fuck. Like, yeah. snow is, like, mid-thigh. Mm-hmm. There's snow piles taller than me. We're at a red light downtown Bismarck, and this guy walks across the street in front of the car. He's wearing camo pants, a wife beater, mm-hmm. and nothing else. Like, this dude didn't even have shoes on. Yeah. All right. And it's snow everywhere. And he's just walking across the street, and he starts geeking yeah. in front of the car. And it was like... Dude, what the fuck is that? <laughs> My whole boy's like, that's meth. <laughs> yeah. And he gets on the corner, and like, I didn't know if he was like slipping because ice on the corner and he no. got shoes on or what, but he's like, no, that's just a geek that's out. He's reality. Just, he was just, for him. Eh, eh, eh. he was just getting it. <laughs> he's Pee Wee Herman. He was. And I was like, bitch, I know a dance off when I see one. Like, <laughs> dun, 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 like dun, don't make me get out this car. We'll fucking thriller dance this shit out tonight. Like, you know, like. But it was like, I had never seen that shit. It was like, just just a dude on meth walking down the street, geeking out, losing his fucking mind. It was like... So you are from Detroit? I mean, no. you, you got your Detroit hat on? So I'm, I'm the first one in my family that... On my mom's side of the family that wasn't born in Detroit. Okay. Everybody else was like born in Detroit. So I was raised by people that are straight Detroit. I spent summers damn near every year in Detroit. Went up there in high school so that I can get... Uh, I got my very first job in Detroit, learned how to drive in Detroit um, because I was going to go to the University of Michigan. So mm-hmm. I wanted to get that. Uh, I didn't want to pay that out-of-state tax and whatnot. So I went and stayed with my family up there so that I can get residency and all that shit so that way we could try to play it off so yeah. I wouldn't have to pay that <laughs> extra money. But then I ended up not going to Michigan, um, partially because I don't know if y'all have done a, a, a Michigan winter. But fuck all that. I have uh, I have family in Minnesota. 
Yeah. And it's, it's, it's close it's enough. It's more or less the same thing. Yeah. yeah. No, and when you're from the South. Yeah. Fuck all that. So, yeah, uh, summer 2017, I was in Detroit. Mm-hmm. I drove, uh, we drove from Pittsburgh through uh, Ohio, Cleveland into Detroit because we were doing a baseball trip. And I spent like a day and a half in Detroit. We went to a Tigers game and all that. It's an interesting city. It's uh, it's so big. Like yeah. it was such huge sprawl in the face. Like you were saying that like you you had family members who worked for Ford, right? Ford and Lincoln. I mean, what it must have been in like in the fifties was insane. Like just the absolute giant sprawl of what that city was. Oh yeah, and I imagine in the sixties in in Detroit, you know, with the Motown boom. Oh like, yeah, that was like you know the automotive boom, the Motown boom. There was so much culture. Mm-hmm. There still is so much culture in that town. Yep. Um, Speaking of the come up, they're coming back up now. You know, a couple of years ago, you heard there was bears <laughs> in like the industrial area, living in the warehouses, reclaimed what? by nature. Like, yeah, yeah. Did the outskirts of Detroit were, I, were falling I, apart. I, I believe that. I mean, look, when I was there in twenty eighteen, yeah, twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, maybe twenty nineteen. I don't know. Whatever year I did a bunch of festivals. Yeah. I went to. I was in Detroit, and I was staying with my uncle, and my aunt's got like the news on and shit. Yeah. And I was like, after like three days in Detroit, I got depressed. Yeah. Right. I, it was because all they talked about on the news, literally every day on the news, it was just somebody was murdered on yeah. the, the whatever block of eight miles. Somebody <laughs> was stabbed on this block. It was like, how was the entire news about people having just bad murder. fucking yeah. days? I guess yeah. Like the worst day it. ever is the entire news. And it was like, man. And then I started driving around the city and I'm seeing like, piles of shit yeah like like they they came through and they renovated downtown right downtown looks nice like i went downtown i saw like white people walking around with headphones on i was like (laughs) never in my day like (laughs) there's not the detroit i remember yeah Yeah, and there's like people were like there's a bar in the park yeah and all i was like this shit is insane and then you leave that area that they fucking renovated yeah and it's like the rest of town is just piles of trash and shit on the street there's grime and Huge ass potholes. And When's the last time you were there? Uh, twenty nineteen, I believe it was. Yeah, See, I, I was, they took advantage of the bubble, the the housing shit, and there was a lot of cheap real estate, and it started to fill back up with maybe investors with and hipsters. And, when I was yeah, there, yeah. when I was there, I legit could have bought a house in Detroit with money I had on me. Yeah, because yeah. like, because my, <laughs> the my quarters from back in the day, and, and they what, were they were all the quarters them. my uncle gave me. They're worth a lot now. Like my wife was like, you know, hey, I've never been there, and you know, your whole family's from there. Maybe we should look at, you know, Detroit. And she's looking online at Zillow and all that shit, and she's like, oh, there's a lot of cheap shit. I'm like, yeah, my nigga, I see. There's some shit that costs a thousand dollars. Do you really Whoa. want a thousand dollar Detroit house? And what basically they're the whole point of that is so that you have to pay taxes on that property. That's like well, that's why it's so crazy there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that and and you also have to kick the crackheads out yeah, well, of the house. Yeah, the, yeah, the squatters. And then, and, yeah, and then clean. Like it's they're all total fixer uppers. And it's like, yeah, you can buy a house in Detroit for a thousand dollars in twenty nineteen. But do you really want a house in Detroit for a thousand dollars? Yeah. No, thank you. I'm good. I'll, I'll take a fifty thousand dollar house in Detroit. Yeah. Location, <laughs> location, real quick. location. Lo- yeah, that that was not right. the location. Trust. Actually, when I was in Detroit, I had this um, like sudden realization about like how sheltered my dad is yeah (laughs) because uh we were in we stayed in downtown detroit right and when we were in cleveland i was at a bar and some guy said hey you got to try this restaurant it's really cool it's great it's in detroit and here's the address here's the name of it so we take an uber from downtown detroit um 
across the highway basically to this little uh hipstery restaurant and we eat there and then i'm like the uber drive was not that far so let's just walk back to our hotel but again it was on the other side of the highway from downtown Mm -hmm. so it would be like block of like restored building probably some hipsters had bought it and renovated and all the stuff and then dilapidated crack house and then nice you know restored building and then something else and it was about the time we walked by a liquor store and my dad started getting scared (laughs) (laughs) what's that like to be with your dad and and, and feel that he's scared so what it is we're walking by this liquor store and there's people milling about people who are not white like us right Uh and there's Guys walking at it with like, you know, swaying back and forth with bottles in paper bags and all that. <laughs> I mean, that's my dad how goes, feel in Philadelphia, seeing all those people on the sidewalk, you know. Right. And so my dad that's just kind of does this. Oh, uh, we better get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, uh, hi, Bob. It's two o'clock in the afternoon in broad daylight. Nothing is happening to us as we're walking literally within sight of downtown you Detroit. were playing with your life <laughs> you were playing with your life <laughs> listen your that, on life. that same trip when i'm leaving detroit i'm on my way out of town and uh i remember my uncle when i was young he used to take me down to seven mile because we lived uh in between eight mile and seven mile okay um on the west side down like I, I, my first job was at tell 12 mall which is a uh, telegraph uh road and 12 mile and that's like you know from my crib just hop on eight mile get on telegram shoot up north you know, up to 12 mile, that's where the mall was. Right. Um, so seven miles, just half a mile south of the house. And my uncle, when I was a kid, used to take me down there. We get all, I could get all these badass clothes. They have great clothes shopping down there. Right. So I'm like, I'm gonna go hit up these shops real quick, pick up a couple of t-shirts on the way out of town. And then and my uncle's like, you going to seven mile by yourself? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And he goes, let me get the pistol. And I was like, I don't need the gun. He's like, yeah you do you need the gun i go uncle james it is one in the afternoon i don't need a gun to go down to seven mile to go shopping for some clothes and he's like you get in some trouble then you just call me and i was like (laughs) so i leave the house stop by this pizza spot there's supposed to be a boutique right across the street so i order the pizza walk across the street and it's fucking locked it's it's closed down it's it's locked up you know like like, like uh the chain the, the gates are down the gates like, are down yeah, yeah, all yeah. that type of shit like right. and i was like all right well this is shit so then i go back get my pizza and i look and i'm like all right there's another one a little bit down the road right shoot down the road a little bit get out the car that place is locked up and i'm looking around and it's like a bunch of sketchy dudes walking around i'm like but this is seven mile i ain't scared yeah. but like i i all right, I'm now paying attention to, wait a second, motherfucker, what are these people just walking around aimlessly and shit? No earbuds. And, uh, <laughs> no no, no earbuds, earbuds, no earbuds at all. I go no down, walking around with Walkmans. <laughs> none of that, none of that. No, they've got actual boom boxes. Yeah. Right. Like, and, and I go down the road a little bit further to a third spot, and I'm like, if this place ain't open, then fuck it, I just ain't getting no gear right. while I'm here. Yeah. Go there, door's locked again. I was like, all right, fuck it. I turn around, as I walk into the car, I hear the door unlocked behind me. And the dude peeks his head out the door, and he's like, "You trying to get in?" <laughs> and I go, "Is y'all open? Like this? Is this a is this a shop? Like you y'all got money? Closed we're stuff? open. We're only open if you got some money." It's and, like uh, when me and Josh went to Brick's Pub yeah. the other night. <laughs> they locked it. They locked this pub because there was a crazy guy out front. Yeah. Uh, well, this shit is like. So I'm like, "Yeah, I'm looking to get some clothes and stuff, man. Is, are y'all open?" He's like, "Yeah, come on in real quick." And I was like, "Oh, this is sketchy." So I mean, yeah, but no, but yeah. He lets me in, and he locks the door behind me. And he's like, yeah, man, we got all this stuff. And there you know, people in there. And he's like, it's open. And it looks nice inside. 
Yeah. And I'm like, dope. And they got a bunch of fresh gear. And I'm looking around. They're yeah. showing me we got this stuff, we got that stuff, and all this. I'm like, dope. So I'm taking my time looking around. Somebody else came in, same thing, locked the door behind them. They get their stuff, they bounce. I pick out like four T-shirts and a hat uh, that I wanted, go to check out. And, you know, they're like, oh, we ain't seen you around here. And I go, oh, man, I came up around here, told them, you know, my family right down the street and all that. And they're like, oh, man, I told them I was doing comedy. I was on my way to Ohio to go do the Whiskey Bear Festival. Nice. And uh, they're like, yo, you know, you got to come back around. But not. I showed them a clip, and they saw some of my comedy. They're like, man, yeah, you know, what's good that we see you all coming back around. Yeah. All this good Hometown shit. Hometown hero done good. Yeah. yeah, so they're all happy and shit. And, uh, they, and as I'm getting ready to walk out, I pay and everything, and they go to the dude at the door. Hey, my man's leaving. Make sure he get out all right. And I was like, <laughs> security. What is, what? And right, so I get to the door, and the guy's at the door, and he goes, you done, young blood? I was like, "Yep." And he goes, uh, "Where you parked?" And I said, "I'm right here on the corner in a in a white jeep." He's like, "All right," pulls his shirt up, puts his hand on his piece, <laughs> opens the door, peeks his head out the door, and he goes, "All right, I'm gonna watch you. Let's go." Yeah. And we walk out, and and he's like, "That's you right there." And I go, "Yep." And he's like, "All right, cool. I got you, young blood." And I walk, and I'm like, "Is this motherfucker really giving me an armed escort <laughs> to my car?" At one o'clock in the morning, yeah. or not in the morning, <laughs> the, the afternoon, afternoon yeah, one yeah. o'clock. Yeah, straight up. He watched till I got to my car. When I got in, he takes his hand off the gun and nice. he's like, "All right, man, you come back round, come down and yeah. see us again. You make it bounce. I'll come back see y'all, whatever." Yeah, and I was just representation like, now over there. What the fuck is going? Like, why are we? <laughs> yeah. So yes, you were definitely in danger <laughs> at one, at two in the afternoon when I'm getting armed escorts. I guess it was just my uh, liberal confidence. Yeah. Like. yeah. <laughs> Nobody will do anything yeah. to us right now. Yeah. We're just walking. <laughs> yeah, just like all the other The marks. world is not that bad of a place. <laughs> they used to tell it's us not. not to go behind the Capitol in D.C. when I was growing up. And I was like, the whole half of the city is behind the Capitol. We can't go to half of the whole capital of America? Don't. And But that's where all the bootlegs were at. We had a guy from New York that would come down with bootlegs of Stretch Bobito and Biggie and all this stuff. Right. Well, yeah. I'm old. I'm 46. So whenever all that stuff was happening, the early 90s is a lot of people's legacy. You know, that's the greatest hip-hop of all time. We were getting bootlegs in D.C. that, that they didn't know about in New York. You know, you don't mm -hmm. get caught bringing that stuff down in the, in, the, in the trunk and everything. Right. And, you know, they would warn us all the time, don't go behind the Capitol. And it was kind of like, please don't throw me in the briar patch kind of, you know, yeah. it's good. that they, They're lying. All the best parties are over there. All Everything's over there. You know, they're block parties and... You can go behind the Capitol. You, you just, can. You need to know somebody, and you need to not just be strolling around with your dad. <laughs> We're like going to a baseball game later, <laughs> and we just ate at a restaurant that had really good salad. Let's walk back to our hotel in downtown Detroit. Got to walk off this mill. <laughs> <laughs> Get my steps in. <laughs> so so, you, so you, you, you weren't born in Detroit. Are you nah. born in Texas? I was born in D.C. Born in D.C. Yeah, nice. my, my family is uh, military, so I was born in uh, in D.C. I, specifically, Andrews Air Force Base. Right. Yeah. Uh, like I think my par my parents. How much can I say? Um, my mom, my dad worked at Bowling. My yeah. mom worked at the Pentagon. Okay. And but I was born at Andrews. I have okay. a similar yeah. defense contractors. Right. I was in Fairfax. Okay. Know, right outside there, my whole life, two two to twenty six. And it was too much. You know, during the Bush administration, I was more of a hippie raver. And I was like, it's bad energy here. I don't like to feel it. You know, Thievery Corporation was DJing on the Capitol lawn during the the State of the Union. 
with a big inflatable projector of Bush with devil horns. And, you know, we went to a protest and Peter, Paul and Mary played against the Gulf War. And I was like, none of this is doing anything. This is going to just keep happening. Yeah. And the only opportunities I had were like to work with that kind of stuff. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to make bombs or missiles. Right. I just want to make graphics <laughs> and the jokes. I, I left Shit there. And memes. Yeah. I think I was three when we left DC. I was born there, left there at, on my third birthday, and we moved to the Philippines. And then we were there till like second grade. And then we moved to Mississippi. So you've been all over? A little bit. I died so it's pretty bit. varied environments I mean, oh, to same. grow up in. But we had wife and kids here, so we're here, you know? Yeah, now we're kind here. Fathered in. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've been in Texas since. 95 95 i moved to texas i came in 04 all right i was in san antonio went to you know eighth grade finished up eighth grade and then all of high school and then then i just been acting ass in this state hell yeah ever since then <laughs> so uh you didn't go to michigan where what what university did you go to i went to texas wesleyan university wesleyan okay up nice. in uh up in fort worth all right yeah uh texas a&m bought our law school so now everybody brags about how great Texas A&M's law school is no, that's the Wesleyan Law School, y'all motherfuckers. Yeah. Just, they didn't have a good law school; they just bought a good law school. <laughs> we had a great law school. The rest of the campus, eh? But our law school, <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was legit. We're we gonna take a break. Yeah, we should take a break, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back, talking about wrestling with Aaron. So in the eighties. There was a guy named Ravishing Rick Rude. Love him. That would yeah, always kiss a girl for good luck mm-hmm. beforehand. And we had the uh, the toys. They're 12-inch rubber wrestlers. You could throw it off a roof mm-hmm. onto the driveway, and it was fine. Smash them against anything. So we were super fans in the 80s. You know, Hackshaw, Jim Duggan. Yep. Hillbilly Jim. Yeah. Jake Dog. And J-Y-D, all, yeah. yeah. Iwan Sheik. Yes. Uh, the Champuan. Who just died. Who yeah. just passed. So I was watching... You know, wrestling Saturday morning, afternoon, and it was during the hype of WrestleMania, which I didn't know that that was a local thing. Like, it was only at the Glen Burnie Arena in Maryland, and it was only up and down the East Coast they publicized it. The WWF was, I thought it was worldwide, because that's the name of it. World Wrestling. (laughs) Right. I didn't know it was an East Coast thing. So, Ravishing Rick Rude comes out. What year is this? Oh, 85, 4, 6, something like that. I was 7 or 8 or 9. He comes out, he brings a girl in from the audience to kiss for good luck. She's hot. She takes the microphone from him. She goes, I'm not going to kiss you. And he goes, why is that? I had no idea this was all scripted, you know. (laughs) I thought I was riveted like it's a soap opera. Mm -hmm. I was like, holy fuck. She's not going to kiss. What the fuck? And uh, she goes, I'm not going to kiss you. He goes, why is that? And she said, my husband is here. She gives the microphone back to him. He goes, what does your husband do? And she goes, professional wrestling. <laughs> and Jake the Snake Ooh. Roberts comes running down the aisle with a chair and fucks up Ravishing Rick Rude and puts the snake on him. And I was, and then they were like, this fight will be continued at, at WrestleMania you know, 5 mm-hmm. at the Glen Burnie Arena in Maryland. Sign up for pay. I ran upstairs. Dad, we got to go to WrestleMania. <laughs> I didn't even know it was here. It's at the Glen Burnie Arena. We can take the metro from Vienna to there, the DC metro. Let's go. It was during dinner, and my dad was like, I'll call him and find out. Right before dinner, we're sitting at the dinner table, and I see him go, Hello. I got that 1 800 number. I wrote it down from the TV. 
Yes, WrestleMania, Glen Burnie Arena. How much? Josh, wrestling's fake. Oh, well, can we go to see the monster trucks for real, right? Can we go see the monster trucks instead? (laughs) Same phone call. How much? The monster trucks are that's stupid. (laughs) We're not going to do that. That's hilarious. That's what I'm going to end up at with my kids at some point. Like, but they're they're so deep into it. Like they, like I said, they enjoy wrestling more than I do. Yeah, yeah. And And you're and you do wrestling podcasts. I, I, for a while I did, yeah. <laughs> but here, like I, I like gotten out of wrestling. Like after the NWO, after WCW fell, after The Rock left to go be right, a right. movie star. Like I mean, I like a lot of people. I fell out. Yeah, and I only kept up with wrestling through video games. Right. I, every year I got whatever the new wrestling video game whatever was. I got WWE, that, yeah. and I would then like tune in to WWE. For a couple weeks just to figure out who these new people are yeah. on the fucking game. Like, who's this motherfucker? I ain't never seen him. <laughs> what, it's a Mr. Kennedy, right? So I'd watch it just to see what that was. But then within a month, I'm out of it mm-hmm. again. Uh, so then when I reconnected with my dad, he was always trying to talk about wrestling. And I was like, man, I don't watch no goddamn wrestling. What are you talking about? <laughs> so then, like, to uh, to help us reconnect, I started tuning in to Monday Night Raw and watching wrestling again because yeah. that's what my dad was still into. Right. And I'm like, you still watch wrestling? So I had started watching wrestling again so that we could have something to talk about yeah. when we, like, I, me and my dad didn't have a relationship for 16 years. So we're, like, just getting to know each other again, and that was an easy way for us to start conversations yeah. just talk right. about what happened on wrestling this right. week. Next thing you know, I was like, I'm fucking watching wrestling every Monday, and I'm taking, you know, Ashley, who was my girlfriend at the time, like, now my wife, but, like, we just get together and it's like, yeah, we got to go watch Monday Night Raw. They're in town and yeah. all that. So then now she's coming to wrestling shows with me and stuff. And, yeah. and uh, had had it not been for me reconnecting with my dad, yeah, I wouldn't be watching that shit. And I don't know what my kids would be into right now. <laughs> Maybe they'd be better human beings, but uh, because they're not watching. <laughs> Fucking dudes with no shirts and spandex no, on, like resolving their issues with their with fucking violence. Feet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds like it brought everybody together nicely. You know. Yeah. yeah. Gotta have I mean, something. how how really though? How is that any different from watching you know football, a, a football, or a or a TV show yeah, where people shoot at each other? You know, it's babies not, yeah. or pogs yeah. or Pokemon or whatever. Like my my yeah. kids don't know anything about playing. Like we were young, we played guns. Yeah. You yeah. know, you just run outside, you play guns yeah. and shit. My Your kids dad. don't know nothing about no playing guns, but they know about a super kick. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> they know how to throw a fucking yeah. uh, a super kick and get that leg slap in there. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Do you ever read comics? Do you read any comic books? I wasn't a big comic book dude. Um, the Walking Dead guy, Robert Kirkland, just got the license for Transformers and GI Joe comics. I heard that the new Transformers movie was amazing. That was the best of. Let's go. All of the. Let's Transformers. take the boys. You think Alonzo can go? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Let's go, man. I'm right waiting on. for Walter. We're gonna go like during the dead during the day sometime. Yeah, go watch the new Transformers? Yeah. All right. I'm Rise good. of the Beast. It's Unicron again from the 80s. Okay. From the cartoon. The planet guy. Okay. Unicron is back. But I haven't, like, I've I've missed, like, the last two Transformer movies. Like, the, the, the at, I stopped with the original trilogy. Yeah. I think at this point, Transformers movies are kind of like Fast and Furious movies. You don't really yeah. need to have watched any of the other ones. Just like, yeah, just watch the, watch yeah. the action. Pretty colors. Yeah. I'm a huge dork about it. I was begging for Transformers when I was little. It hit, like, right when I was nine. Mm-hmm. And... When we moved into our neighborhood, well, I got my son into it again. He thinks it's cool. His dad thinks it's cool. And then that was when they started doing combiners again. So the 
it was Optimus Prime was the big middle guy, mm-hmm. and his shoulders had notches on them, and you could get Sideswipe and Wheeljack and all the other guys and put them and make the arms and make a huge one. Okay, it was like everything I wanted when I was little. Yeah, yeah. But they, I, we couldn't afford it, or they wouldn't. They got me like the little bumblebee. But you know, now I got the money and I'm in charge. I'm like, we're gonna get them all. We're gonna wait until they're on sale, and we're gonna get every single one of them. So that I can, I still have them. I still play with them. I still put them together and make huge robot poses. Yeah, I've got it. I've got nine. I got ten of them. So I've got enough to make two huge combiner guys. So I can make dioramas. <laughs> my uh, my transformers was He Man. Yeah, but no. I was like three or four. I was like that when he was nine. I was you know four. So yeah. Uh, so I was. I, I transformers would come on and I didn't really care about it. I just wanted to watch He Man. I time. was with you. I was yeah. He Man guy, and so I was in the Philippines. So like my upbringing. Those early years was a lot different than everybody else's. You had good cartoons. You had real cartoons. Uh, I mean, if you liked the Japanese stuff, yeah. Like, cause I, like I, but I didn't get. We didn't have any of the popular shit here. We had right. like the top, like top forty, right over there. We didn't have. I didn't know about Sugar Hill Gang. I wasn't hearing right. no. I wasn't hearing no hip hop. I wasn't hearing R and B. I wasn't yeah. hearing. I wasn't even hearing good rock. I was hearing Bon Jovi. I was hearing whatever they played on Air Force Radio on yeah. Air Armed Forces yeah. Radio and Armed Forces Television. So like we got, like I was behind. Yeah. So but the cartoons I got there, like I had Transformers. I had He Man like yeah. a bug, but I also had Brave Star. I love Brave Star. You, yeah. You fuck with Brave Star? Yeah. It's it that it was that futuristic Western. Yes. Yeah. That was my first exposure to that, like mixing Western with like future. Yes. He had the stuff. horse yeah. named Thirty Thirty, and it was yeah, a metal yeah, horse yeah, yeah. and. He used to do Strength of the Bear, Eye of the Eagles. Did you know that it was only on for like one season? Man, it, it made felt it like impact. it was on forever. Right? I had all the fucking toys. Yeah. I had the horse. I nice. had him. I had Tex, yeah. Tex Hex, the bad guy. Yeah, I had his I, toy. I had one of those. Yeah, I had all them shits. Like, and when I came back from the Philippines, I'm like, oh y'all fuck with Brave Star. They're like, the fuck are you yeah, talking about, that? weirdo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. fucking weird guy talking about yeah. all these weird cartoons and shit. Uh, Gangnam Force and all that was over there. <laughs> um, we, uh, you know, I had, I had, no, I, stuff. I, I had lots of GI Joe too. Well, so GI Joe was hot. Mask. He, meant, he meant mask. I loved mask. Uh, did you? Do you remember those ones that were called Battle Beasts? And they oh, had, they were yeah. like these little, they're like muscle men, but they were little things. And they had holograms on their chest. Yeah. And there was yeah. the water guys, the, the fire guys. Yeah. There's the water guys, the fire guys, and the, the wood guys. The one you guys. put your thumb on, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Do you remember those guys? Yes. Like, I love those. Water I, mean, I hadn't thought fire. about that in 30 something years. They're called years. battle beasts, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Wood yeah. beats water. Yeah, wood water beats water. Water beats Fire beats wood. It's like rock, paper, scissors, but it was little muscle men size guys. Yeah. But they had joints. They had articulation. Yeah, yeah, I remember those. I wonder if I have any of those. Aaron, anymore. we forgot to ask you your pronouns. I'm sorry. We don't really do that. We do, we ask people their adverbs on this show. <laughs> my adverbs are dangerously and uh, ubiquitously. Ubiquitously, yeah. Right. <laughs> my yeah. my my ad adverbs or adjectives. Adverbs. Yeah. Or adjectives, whatever you want. As long as it's not pronouns. Anything he, but pronouns. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. here and there. The pronouns are yeah. banned on this podcast. <laughs> y'alls and y'alls. <laughs> Bruh and do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I came up with a. I came up with the idea the other day uh, that my pronouns are he him, but they're the opposite. So Maybe. and every time you say you would say he, you have to say him, and anytime you have to say he, you would normally say he, you have to say or him, you have to say he. So it's like him went to go get he money out the bank. That uh-huh. sounds like. Uh- Bernie Mac, him downstairs. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Him yeah, downstairs. Like a milk and cookie. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's my that's my requirement is that you have to swap would, he and him. I would to. just shoot you. I don't have time. <laughs> you're making me get do too much pistol, work Dad. in my brain. Tell yeah. your uncle to get the pistol. 
We're going down to seven mile. I'm gonna shoot he. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot he right in his right in him right face. In him face. <laughs> <laughs> did you get anything for Father's Day? Did you ask? Did you get requests? Did they ask? Nah, you man, what I you don't want ask for shit. I don't ask for nothing for Father's because I'm not giving nothing for Mother's Day. So I don't ask for yeah. shit. Well, you know, what do food. you get for the girl that has everything? You know, right? right. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we like uh, we don't make a big deal of those holidays. Like. Um, I asked for a nap, and then I was like, you know what? I'll take a nap when I'm dead. I'd rather be with them. I, uh, I, I, we ate. I, like, let me just chill on the couch and play some video games. Yeah, and if, if y'all want to play, like, we ended up playing Gang Beast nice. uh, for a few hours, and, like, that was dope. You know, like, let's play some video yeah, games they, without me. It's it's fun that that I know that nobody in this house can beat me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I can fuck around because at no point do I feel threatened Wait, by King the of the challenge. Mountain. King of the Mountain. Wait until yeah. your boy gets older and he has more time than you to game. He's going to rock you. That's what's happening in my house. Here's the thing. I don't have no time who, to who play. Who allots the time? <laughs> <laughs> I do. My dad used to, my dad, I, when we went upstairs, I, first thing I said, bases loaded two. Right, right, right. My dad and I used to play bases loaded two on NES in the den when I was a kid, like crazy. Double dribble. He, uh, he, that too. <laughs> but we would, uh, I remember like when I started finally getting to the point where like I was competitive. Yeah. And then he would start sending me outside in the summer more and more. Yeah, you need to go play. <laughs> yeah. And then I finally beat my dad for the first time in bases loaded two. And he was hot. Yeah. Like it's the middle of the, like, middle of the day. And you know, when you finally beat dad, it's, yeah. You, I beat. I'm doing all, and he's it's like, over. And Retire he goes, as champion. He goes, get the fuck out this house. Get the fuck, get get the fuck out this house, and don't come back till I tell you. And he locked the door when yeah. I walked out, and I came, and I didn't realize he was. He meant that I came back to get some water like 30 minutes later, and the door's locked, and I'm looking in the window, and I'm and I'm not, Dad. He's gone now, and he's playing bases yeah. loaded too. He's got he's got to get more reps in, yeah. and he, yeah. That's the worst. That's worse than you're grounded or I'm disappointed. Is get out of here. I don't even want to look at you right yeah. now. Yeah, disgusting. Motherfucker, beat me. That was me with ping me pong. No I started beating everybody at ping pong, and they all quit playing ping pong with me. And I got to play ping pong with my 70 year old dad last weekend, and he kept up. He was lunging. Oh wow. He went into the wall a couple times. It was close. Man, we've been having a uh, religious discussion about where the soul is located in the body. You know, we have have some people that believe and some people that don't believe, and it's a whole existential thing. But, you know, I like to ask if a doctor could say where the spirit is, if you're going to save yourself and all this, you know, show me where it's at. If that's a thing, a part of you that you think is going to live forever, mm-hmm. that seems pretty important. So it should be somewhere in the anatomy, but it's, you know, it's another dimension. This is just like the same argument with girls about squirting. Where is it at? Where does it come from? Is it piss? Nobody doctors don't even know. What the fuck? It's it's pee. It is pee? Yeah, they've Maybe girls squirt sure, like, from their soul. <laughs> they're squirting from their spirit. First of all, anybody, anybody that wholeheartedly believes that it's pee, yeah, has never made that shit happen. And never tasted it. And never uh, yeah, or or you just had a dirty bitch piss on you. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just you just need yeah. to make better choices. Okay. If, you, if you did, either way, but maybe she did it from her spirit and her soul, and that's the only way you can get it going because <laughs> it's a deep down thing. Well, that that's why most, so many people in my life have called me their soulmate. Yeah, there you go. Because I have a way of <laughs> piss. Have a way me. of <laughs> <laughs> engaging that little valve. That little, yeah, it's a. Um, 
Something behind that hood, I know yeah. where to touch it. They, they accepted you into their heart as their Lord and Savior. Oh, they accepted me somewhere. I got two kids for it. <laughs> you find the answer within. Remember when we were little and uh, retards couldn't talk good and you could find them? And you knew like who was retarded? You still do. You just can't call no, them No, now there's a whole spectrum of like people that are just annoying. You still know who they are, part though. of the same... No, you got to get to know somebody. There's people that want to act like they are. I'm on the spectrum. And yeah. It's like, no, bitch. You, You're on you TikTok. Got, you got yeah. cable through spectrum. <laughs> right. right. We're on spectrum now. We're no, on Time I, Warner. Yeah. Until I see a single strand of drool go from your lip and also be touching your shoe at the yeah. same time. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, don't try to act like you got some special thing. I can. You can smell it because you're you annoying. Can, you can smell it. You when you get around the real ones, they have this certain. <laughs> the real ones. The real ones have a smell. There's the, that chromosome that's yeah. missing emits. Their pH balance is off a little bit. Now you come around me smelling like uh, jupe or or goddamn <laughs> curve. Cool water. Orbits. I know you ain't. If you smell like Axe, I know you're not on. You're not really. You just want attention. <laughs> There's a lot of like places cool on water. the spectrum. <laughs> I wore that in high school. Did you yeah. wear that in high school? No, I didn't wear that in high school. You I didn't wear that in high school? No, I didn't. Get, I wasn't allowed to get cool water until I got to college. I was still wearing. I was still wearing Brute and Old Spice. Oh yeah, Drucker. Stetson. <laughs> the Polo. Or, or I, the only real cologne I was able to wear in high school was Jupe. And that's because my uncle, my uncle James. Was the jupe man? Oh, really? And he so he had jupe soap, jupe deodorant, jupe cologne. He was the guy that put on way too much jupe. He always <laughs> smelled like jupe. So of course he would give me jupe, and it was like I can smell like saddlewood, uh-huh. or I can smell like a South Detroit pimp. Right. <laughs> I'll Leather. go. I'll go Just with bitch. Better have my money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you all see the TMNT movie when you were little? Oh, yeah. The, the original? Yeah. Yeah, the, the 89 one. Remember the Foot Clan bar? Yeah. Yeah, with the Sam. With Sam, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell is the guy in oh. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The one's was like, he? The guy's like, you got any cigarettes? He goes, regular or menthol? Ah. That's uh, that's Sam Rockwell. He must have been was like it? seven. Yeah. yeah, he was like probably 20. I had the tape 18. of that, too. Somebody needs. There's so many like Kung Fu Arcade and all these pinballs. Somebody could conceivably do yeah, they could make the foot a clan foot clan hangout from Mutant with a half pipe and a dj and, and cigarettes well it, insurance <laughs> would be a nightmare if you got a half pipe and, and it, uh, it would smell like axe yeah, really yeah. hard in there like it would the, the kids still spray an axe all over themselves yeah they do yeah, yeah. they do it, incels and axe is like <laughs> a terrible combination that's what that shit would smell like it would not be a place that it you'd smells wanna... like not getting pussy yeah you know like like um uh uh try what, hard Noir. It makes me think of um, oh my god, Russian guys in tracksuits. A lot, yeah. a lot of tracksuits. Okay, yeah, yeah. That no, that yeah. smell. It only works for runaways in an arcade, right? Or Russian guys in tracksuits. They're the only ones that smell like that. Yeah. Why is there no strip clubs with a pool? You could build a, a circle because building. those germs stay. Like no, chlamydia lives in water. Chlorine, just naked. So the v- the pool is a VIP area. So the building's a circle. There's an atrium. You pay the cover to get in, but then I mean, you got to pay another God cover. Goddamn, if I'm going to be in a pool and I see somebody else's nut floating on top of the water, <laughs> me, I'll be goddamn. That's you worse than me. a Band-Aid. Yeah. You, get out of, <laughs> you get out of the pool and you got somebody else's nut in your chest hair, I'd have to burn this place down. This i got to kill everybody. This is an idea that Josh has been working on for a while. Yeah. And I'm like, and, and it's one of those like, 
why? No. It's the strip club with a pool in it. No, yeah, no, no, no. You bring the strippers to the hotel with the pool. Okay. You don't just one. get into... I, I might just I might nut. eat a steak from a strip club, but I will not immerse yeah. myself in waters. <laughs> yeah. They used to have that place here in Austin with the, the hot tubs, mermaids. Get out with glitter all over you. The glitter and nut, yeah. That's, no, thank you. You can't get around <laughs> that. So there's Russian uh, face. There were Russian Facebook election bots that mm-hmm. were influencing. Now I'm getting a similar thing, posting all this stuff on Instagram. I'm getting Arabian uh, promotion bots. I'm getting these people messaging me every time I, so I was told by a social media person that to tag the location on everything. So everything I put on Instagram, I put Austin. Well, now I'm getting all these messages from somebody named Pravinder that says, promoted on Texas Vibes page. Oh, yeah. You know Pravinder? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Chagangra. Yeah, Pravinder <laughs> the Contender. That's what we call him. <laughs> Pravinder Parker from Pro- Spider-Man Across the Universe. Pravinder the friend, Pretender. My friend. My friend. Yeah. <laughs> And then Russia's got this, the private people coming over to take over. They were going to take over the government, the private. Uh, the mercenaries? The mercenary army. That's Metal right? Gear all over again. Yo, that yeah. shit, that, when that shit happened two days ago, yeah. uh, that, like, the news of that, like, the two top trending things on Twitter were Zuck versus Musk. Yeah. Right. And then right below that was Wagner. Yeah. And I was like, hold on. Y'all over here talking about a Russian coup and the goddamn two billionaires yeah. wanting to fight each other. Go fuck yourselves, we all are, of you. I don't yeah. believe not a damn word of any of this shit. Until I see blood from world, one of those right. bitches' noses, or until I see somebody blowing up something, I yeah. get yeah, the until, fuck out of here with until this. Until they're like, Putin has been assassinated. Yeah. Right. This, is, this is just such clown world. Ever since 2016, things just don't make any sense. Nope. It's a, just everything's like, ooh, yeah, the two biggest billionaires in the world are going to fight each other in the octagon. Oh, I wonder what happened in 2016 that would have made something like that happen. I don't know. There's a military-industrial illusion of democracy, and we're worried about a submarine with five billionaires in it right i hope they're gonna be okay so uh yeah we're reaching the end here you have plugs you got something coming up anything you want to family man youtube family man's out right now oh, yeah. youtube uh check that out the new album uh, i'm working on um, hopefully we didn't burn your nebraska material on here <laughs> nah we'll, we'll be straight but uh, i think we'll probably be recording the new album in a couple months so look for early 2024 the next the next special will be dropping hell yeah um Got to do a test run of it last night, so uh, I'm feeling very confident that in the next couple of months we can tighten this shit up. And yeah. So stay out, look out for that. Um, bootleg Media coming. That's a company that I'm I'm uh, launching with Rebecca Trent from the Creek in the Cave, okay. and Justin Palermo, uh, the guy that shot uh, that shot the uh, the Family Man. Um, it's a it's a platform for comedy enthusiasts. So if you're a comedy not a comedy lover, not a comedy junkie, uh-huh. if you're somebody that really appreciates the art. And, and, and we're trying to we're trying to cultivate and curate a, an audience, a community, I should say, okay. of comedy enthusiasts, uh, a place where you can find shit and connect with other comedians and co- comic enthusiasts, uh, like a social network, almost, <laughs> almost, basically, where uh-huh. funny people just yell shit in the air. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. So um, we're gonna the wall to see what sticks. We got we got a bunch of stuff coming up. Um, I don't know of any any shows that are coming up anytime relatively soon it doesn't matter uh but yeah no, go check keep, out family man yeah, and keep please keep man your going. keep your eyes out for uh the next special which i think is while while i while i remember all right while your, i remember what, what's your twitter twitter um uh, twitter instagram everything tiktok yeah. youtube it's all at underscore aaron cheatham everything is at underscore aaron cheatham okay all right yes thank you guys this is dope Hey, yeah, we'll I could have walked to this motherfucker. This is, <laughs> yeah, it's dope. I mean, I we do it every week. Anytime you want to come by, we're here. Bet.
Yeah. And I'll catch you next time. Bye. I don't like that kind of talk.